All right. <clears throat> this is the last thing I wanted to do on Saturday morning. Shout out to all you guys at the QBC. The reason why I am doing this uh, this morning instead of waiting until Tuesday, I know I'm going to see a lot of you guys today at, in, in Astoria for the QBC. So uh, I didn't want to lie to you and say that there's no details because there are details. Uh, I was very excited to have my phone call with the Cubs last Friday, and I haven't been, been able to sleep for eight days. I'm sorry if I'm jumbling my words here. I am actually a little nervous because uh, I wouldn't really say I'm nervous. I'm more... I don't know what I am. So if I curse a little bit, I'm sorry. Earmuffs to the kids. Um, the Sevline Army has been around a long time. We've done a lot of outings. We've had 97 total outings. We're 52 and 45. I'm sorry. I'm, not, I'm really not trying to drag this out, but there's a lot that leads up to the final decision about the Chicago outing. And it's not as easy as just writing a, a blog post or posting a tweet. So... Every single decision, this is my 11th year doing this. Uh, not the Seven Line Army, but the Seven Line. It's, it's, been, it's been around a while. It started as just making t-shirts to go to more Mets games, and then it turned into what it is. Yes, it's a livelihood, but it's a passion. I've been doing this for a long, long time. And I always have the brand and the fans' best interest in mind. That's, that's my number one goal whenever I'm making a decision. There's still only two employees here full-time. It's myself and Lizzie. It's a very small operation. Every decision that is made has the brand and the fans in mind 110%. Uh, in 2015, Mets are in the World Series. We get phone calls. Hey, can we stock your, your sweatshirt in our department store? No, you can't. Sorry. Like This brand is specific. It's for you guys. It's for us, the Mets fans. If you like it, cool. If you don't, whatever. No big deal. I'm not trying to change anyone's mind, but... Um, the group outing started in 2012. It was our first ever time cheering together at City Field, September 27th, 2012. I'll never forget the date. Life-changing for not only me, but a lot of you guys as well. Uh, a lot of relationships and, and uh, friendships and families have formed because of the group, and that's something that we can all hang our hat on. So our first ever away game, which you probably already know, uh, if you don't, it's whatever. Uh, Chicago was our first ever away game. May 18th, 2013, 500 fans came out. I wasn't exactly sure how many people would, would show up, but Wrigleyville is great. Um, and uh, a lot of people want to visit the ballpark. It's historic. So 500 fans showed up. 17 different states were represented. A troop from Guam, you know, a, a, a U.S. troop stationed in Guam came to cheer with us, which was great. And a fan from Manchester, England came. The, the Mets lost, but it is what it is. Uh, the Mets weren't that great in 2013. Neither were the Cubs, which actually might come into play here in a little bit uh, when I get deeper into this convo. But uh, Mets were 74 and 88 that year. The Cubs were 66 and 96. Uh, Cubs were great. They were awesome. It was a fun time. We had, we had a blast. We really enjoyed our stay there. They were very accommodating. On Sunday after the game, I don't even remember how this happened, but Sunday after the game, my wife and I got passes to go on the field after the game to shoot some photos, we, we brought some friends. I know uh, Rachel Wynn was, was there. Shout out to Rachel. Hope, hope everything's going great for you guys. Uh, keep your head up. So, um, yeah, it was a great time, and I couldn't wait to get back to Wrigleyville. Um, and Wrigley, it's, it's great. It's always I'm, I'm on the record for saying that Wrigley is my number one. I love going to City Field. I love being with Mets fans wherever we cheer, but Wrigley is the best. Uh, and I've always felt that way and I, and I feel like the experience surrounding the ballpark and um, just like the experience of the day 
means just as much to me as uh, the game itself. So the experience and the and and the the staff is super friendly. Like some some old timers that worked at Wrigley has probably been there for a hundred years. Came over and said, "Wow, we've never seen something like this before," and they were very impressed and it was fun. So uh, our plan every year is to check off new ballparks. So. That's what we do. So every year we try to find a new place to go, but Wrigley's always been someplace that I wanted to repeat just because of how fun it is. And the way the schedule works out, we only try to hit week, uh, outings on weekends. So if there's a Saturday game at a ballpark we've never been to before, that's where we go. So this year we're hitting Kaufman in KC and Great American Ballpark in Cincinnati. I've actually personally been to both of those, but the Army hasn't. We've been around AT&T Park, Bush Stadium, Chase Field, City Field, Citizens Bank Park. Coors, Fenway, Marlins Park, Miller Park, Nationals Park, Orioles Park at Camden Yards, Petco, PNC, Rogers Center, Safeco, SunTrust, Wrigley, Yankee Stadium, and Turner Field. So we've been around the block. It's not like this is our first time doing this. And, um, you know, when the schedule came out, I was super pumped because I wanted to go back to Wrigley. And I'd be lying if I told you guys that I didn't want outing 100 to be special. So it, the third game of next year was going to be outing 100. So the way the schedule worked out, we started doing one game. Well, actually, it's eight games at home next year. But I purposely picked one in April, one in May, and one in June that landed after Wrigley. I wanted Wrigley to be 100. And I thought it was going to be great. It was going to be a big blowout. We tried to get a whole bunch of tickets. And... Um, I wasn't expecting that they would rope off the whole bleachers for us. They have their own fan base. The The Cubs are great. They draw well regardless of their record. Um, but I was hoping for 2,000 tickets. We did 1,600 up in, in Boston in this past September. Shout out to the Red Sox for being so accommodating. Uh, shout out to John Henry for coming over and, and saying what's up and, and taking a few minutes to talk to me. He was very impressed with the group. And that's how we've been everywhere. Like we, we really try to go to these ballparks to have fun, have a positive experience for not only our fans, but the home fans and the ballpark itself because it's, it's, it's fun. Major League Baseball uh, is my favorite sport. And I think that what they know is they're kind of lacking in the youth department and I'm not putting words in their mouth. It's just, it's just the facts. Like the, the, the average fan is probably getting a little bit older. So for what we do, we try to bring excitement and youth and enjoyment and new people into the ballparks, which is great for not only the home team, but the away team. So that's what we were hoping to do. We were really hoping to go back to Chicago. So, um, I immediately got, this was April. This just the timeline here. August 22nd is when the schedule came out. I immediately emailed my guy from our 2013 ticket rep. So I wrote him an email. Hey, blank. Are you still with the Cubs? He replied the next morning. Yep. Still here. New role, but happy to point you in the right direction. Let me know how I can help. Great. I'm excited. This is awesome. We're going to go back. Uh, next morning, actually that afternoon, a couple hours later, they circled back and they said, Hey, Darren, it's, it's good to hear from you. We look forward to hosting our friends with the seven line army out at Wrigley this year. Our bleachers are still general admission and the best bet is to place a deposit and buy during our group presale starting, uh, for, uh, slated for January of 2019. I'd also consider rain out insurance with so many out of town guests copied is so-and-so who will work with you as your sales rep for this event and uh, you can place your deposit, yada, yada. So great. Bleachers. That's what we need. I would love to be out in the bleachers again. They are first come, first serve seating. It worked out perfect for us in 2013. We lined up early. We got our seats. We didn't 
like put our hat down and say like this is my seat like we we got our seats we stayed we watched uh batting practice terry collins came out he's like what the heck are you guys doing here it was fun it was a great first experience for an away game and i knew that day this was something that was going to uh be a big part of what the seven line army was and it has we've 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 done over 20 outings on the road so uh it was a great experience it was fun we were happy to come back we were hoping to come back in uh june so june 22nd was the date on the calendar uh i had my phone call with this with this uh ticket rep placed my deposit as you see here on the 29th they only asked for 200 dollars, um but whatever that's what we paid so fast forward to last friday i had that date circled on the calendar i think it was the 11th uh my phone call was in the afternoon 3 30 in the afternoon and from august until last week, I followed up. I wasn't annoying, but I followed up every week or so, every two weeks. Hey, any any news? Anything else you need me to do? Please let me know. I'm happy to pay now. Um, please let me know anything else I could do. So the reply was always the same. Sit tight. You're good. You have priority first pick, which I thought was great. Um, and uh, that that's that was it. So we kept waiting for the phone calls, waiting for, waiting for the phone call. And I got a little cautious because about a week prior or two weeks prior, I got an email from this rep saying, we may have to split you, split you up into more than one section, but I know the, the bleachers are, are one section. So I was a little confused by that. So I wrote back that that's not, not a possibility, not an option because the way our group works, we sit together, it's got to be one price point. We put the tickets up once, they sell out and that's it. Like uh, I kept using the term John from Utah, but like John from Utah or Joey or whatever, um, can't pay 90 bucks and Steve from Long Island pays 110. It's got to be the same. So they never replied to that, I don't think. And then we had our phone call last week. The first thing the rep said to me on the phone was, do you want the good news or the bad news? <sighs> All right, let me take a sip here. Shout out to my wife for the nice mug here. Um, do you want the good news or the bad news? And clearly... I didn't want bad news at all, but I said, okay, hit me with the good news first. The good news was we aren't going to cap you on how many tickets you can buy. The bad news is we were giving, I was given strict, I don't want to mess this up. I was given strict guidelines about your account and we cannot sell you any tickets in the bleachers. Okay, so what's our plan? The plan is we have a little over 600 tickets, almost 700 tickets down the right field line in the back rows of like 10 sections, which do the math. That's less than 100 people per section. That means like two or three rows spread out over 10 sections, which is not a group outing. And uh, if you guys don't know this, I did tell our home season ticket member package members, whatever you want to call them, the eight game plan members that they would have first crack on away games this year. We have over 600 just members in, of that alone. So that would leave no tickets left for the public, which is impossible. So I, immediately I said, you know, that's not going to work. What else can we do? Uh, I circled back and said, look at our emails from August. It said right there, bleachers. Yeah, bleachers are still open. Let me contact you with a rep. So from August till now, I assumed, which I don't know if it's dumb for me to assume this because it said right in the email, bleacher seats. Bleachers. That's what we did in 2013. That's that's what we hope to do in 2019. So um, they kept saying that's not going to happen. I'm happy to go back and talk to my boss, but they gave me strict guidelines on this account. Okay. So I went back and I said, uh, what if you implement a concession credit? The Red Sox 
I think it was $40. We paid over $100 a ticket for the Red Sox game. Um, what if you implement a concession credit that's built in? We have to pay it and even charge us a little extra, charge us a premium on, on the tickets. No, 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 no. I couldn't get a yes out of them. That was last Friday. I reached out to the Mets over the weekend. And I wasn't like trying to tattletale or rat them out. I said, listen, can you maybe reach out to your counterparts over there and see what's going on? What can we possibly do? Maybe whoever's making the decisions now doesn't have uh, a clear mind or vision of what this group is. Can you reach out? So the Mets did. The Mets reached out directly to the Cubs and they got the same answer. Um, I don't know when this policy changed, but supposedly there's a policy now in the bleachers where they're not selling to groups. I don't know. That's that's just what they told me. I don't know if it's just lip service, but they came back yesterday and they said, we have other options. Okay, what's the other options? Again, split you up, sprinkle you around the ballpark, which isn't an option. That's not a group outing. Or go on the rooftops in the uh, across the street. And then they said, well, what's the capacity on the rooftops? I think it's a couple hundred. So we'd have to split ourselves up over four or so different rooftops. It doesn't make sense that it's not a group outing. So if you've seen what we've done 97 times, that's not a group outing. So it, it was very frustrating because on paper, it looks like they're giving us options, but they're really giving us options that they know I'm going to say no to just so it seems like, oh, well, the seven line doesn't want to come. But that's not the case. And and you know what the guy on the phone yesterday, like I, I'm not throwing these guys under the bus because they're just doing their jobs, but he said to me, maybe he's not, familiar. He's like, well, what's the difference? These people don't know each other anyway. If you split up between different areas, it, it doesn't matter. And it, it's like, it, uh, I said to the guy, you know, not for nothing, but you don't know what the hell you're talking about. You know, the, the, the group is tight. People go to each other's weddings. They're roommates with each other from meeting at the games. It's, it's not what it is. And we can't do that. So, um, something I saw throughout the week that actually, um, kind of like, yeah, like a light bulb went off and I, and I texted the tweet to, to Lizzie because I just thought it was laughable. So uh, 2,000 tickets. I'm just doing the math here because I looked it up on StubHub. 2,000 tickets right now. Uh, if you were to go on StubHub, they're going for like $97 out in the bleachers. If I got the 2,000, it's $194,000. We offered to include the $20 concession credit. That would be an extra $40,000. And if you'd guess... Some fans spend no money in the ballparks. Some fans spend 200 because they go to the team store and they buy trinkets or whatever. So I averaged $65 spend on top of the concession credit. That would be an extra $130,000 in revenue. So that would be $364,000 for the Cubs. And I was willing to pay in full. Like I was going to take the gamble, which I'm pretty confident they would have sold out. I would have paid that uh, 200 and you know whatever. Wait, where is it? I would have paid the 100 and where is it? One, two, whatever. $200,000 plus. I was ready to write the check. I was like, I'll drive there myself and hand it over to you guys. And, they, and it was still, no, we can't put you in the bleachers. So if you just even factor in the local restaurant revenue, the, the hotels in the area, everything that you guys would spend when you're there, when the Seven Line Army comes to town, we bring over a million dollars in revenue to the city. And, and it's crazy that it's still no, 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 no. I don't know what happened from 2013 to now. I mean, I know we got a lot larger, but as far as the Cubs are concerned, this is going to be great. The Seminole Army is coming to town. It's our 100th outing. We're going to spend over a million dollars with tickets and, and local businesses. And it's great for baseball. It's great for the Mets. It's great for the Cubs. It's great for the Seminole Army. It's great for you guys who wanted to go. It's great for the Cubs fans too, because we have fun everywhere we go. And for them to basically say we're not allowed in the bleachers it makes the cubs look soft and if i was a cubs fan i'd be i'd be angry angry with this but um 
you know, and, and, and just to be completely honest, I did tell the Cubs, like, listen, I have to tell the fans what's going on, and I, I, I'm not trying to paint them in the, in a wrong light. I'm just giving you guys the facts, and and um, this is what it is. So, uh, anyway, back to the tweet. So this tweet came out the other day. Ricketts from the Cubs said, when you make a free agent signing that goes into the future, you can't spend that same dollar twice, so it can limit you in the future. We knew we wouldn't have as much flexibility this year as in years past. We didn't have a lot more cash coming in, which I think is now laughable because, granted, our uh, $364,000 doesn't buy the best player, but it's not chump change. So, and that was guaranteed. I was ready to write the check today. It's not like they had to wait until the summer to sell the tickets on StubHub or whoever they, they sell their tickets. So, um, I shit you not, last Friday after I had my phone call with the Cubs the first time, I was depressed. I was disappointed. Lizzie looks into my office. She says, try to enjoy yourself this weekend. But she knows how I am with this stuff, and I'm very passionate, and I couldn't sleep for the last eight nights. Um, I go home, and I order Chinese food. And I'd be li- I'm not lying. This is the fortune cookie I got. Compromise is always wrong if it means sacrificing a principle. So for us, and I brought this up in my phone call with the Cubs this week, for us to now go back and say, yes, we'll compromise and take those last three rows over 10 sections, or yes, we'll sit on the rooftops and split ourselves up over eight sections, that would be compromising the group. And that's something I will never do. I'm never compromising this group. If you don't want us, we're not coming, but we're not going to change who we are just because you don't want to hear Mets fans cheering in your ballpark that day. And now I held the Cubs on such a high. I just felt so so strongly about being all in on the Cubs. I love the experience. I love the atmosphere. I love the ballpark. I love the city. But now the Cubs are on my shit list. So it's like Yankees, Phillies, if you want to read about why we don't go back there anymore but yankees phillies and cubs it's 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 horrible and the last thing i want to do is spend money or give money to a team that doesn't want us there it's clear they don't want us there uh which is unfortunate because i feel like we always try to bring as much of a positive experience as we as we can so um actually saved the uh fortune cookie uh little note here and kept it on my phone here so that's something i'm going to look at forever so we're not compromising we are who we are we try to have fun and, um, you know, I'm going to try my best to get my money back. I already paid for my hotel. I already paid for my flight. And I'm reading a lot of comments here. A lot of you guys say, you know, that you're going to go anyway. That's, that's totally up to you. I'm not going. I had planned to maybe go anyway. I, t- I talked to Lizzie about this. It's like, maybe we'll just go anyway. I mean, it's going to be easy. Not easy, but we can still get in the bleachers. We can still have our outing, but it's not considered a real outing. We would be able to meet up and sit together, which honestly immediately I'm, I'm thinking, yeah, let's do that. But now it's like, why would I want to give my money, my hard-earned money to the Cubs when they basically just slapped, slapped us in the face? I mean, August, yes, bleachers are available. January, you're forbidden from buying bleacher seats. So, I mean, paint your own picture. Do, it, do what you will with it. But I'm not going. If you guys want to go, cool, have fun. If you're staying back in New York and you want to meet up and watch the game somewhere, maybe we'll go meet up and watch the game. But, you know, I was actually going to have to miss my daughter's dance recital to go to Chicago. And I'm not, you know, saying I make these giant sacrifices. But, like, that's something I would have had to miss because of the Seven Line Army. And now I'll be able to go to the dance recital. So uh, points for that, I guess. But 
So if you guys are going to be at QBC, I'll see you guys in a little bit. I'm sorry if this is a major disappointment. No one's, I mean, I can't say no one's more disappointed in me, but I am very disappointed as well. Um, I know a lot of people had a lot of, um, you know, hope and excitement leading up to this trip. And if you still want to go, cool, have fun. I'm not going to go. Um, I'm not urging you not to. Oh, it's funny. The, the guy before we hung up yesterday goes, oh, and, and make sure you let the crew know that if they want to buy groups of 10 or so, they can contact me. I'm like, yeah, okay, dude. Uh, the last thing I'm doing is trying to help you guys sell tickets right now. So, yeah. Um, I don't even think I cursed today. So, thank you guys for everything. And, uh, again, I always have your best interest in mind. Uh, yes, this is my livelihood, but it's my passion, and I'm never going to compromise what we are or who we are uh, for a quick buck because it's not worth it. And it's, there's a reason why we're on season 11 and it's because of you guys. And, uh, thank you so much for everything. I'm disappointed. It's a huge disappointment, but you know what? Shout out to all the teams that do go the extra mile for us. If you saw this week, I put up a tweet a couple days ago from the, uh, the Royals and, uh, maybe the Cubs can take a little, uh, little tip from them, but the Royals are going out of their way to block off an area in their parking lot for a thousand of us. So a thousand Mets fans are going to have our own area in the um, in the parking lot to tailgate, and it's no charge, not even charging. They're just blocking off an area for us, which is phenomenal. So um, see you guys in Kansas City. See you guys in Cincinnati. If you want to learn more about the Semline Army, hit up the website. Uh, it's unfortunate, but it is what it is. And uh, outing 100, oh, again, shout out to the Mets. Thank you for trying to help uh, make this happen for us, but it's not. It's unfortunately not going to happen. So Chicago is canceled. Outing 100 will now be June 29th at City Field, which also is the day of the 50-year anniversary of the 1969 World Series champion Mets. They'll be there for a pregame ceremony. So it's a great celebration of, of the, the 69 Mets, and it's going to be a great celebration of us and our 100 games. So come on out on the 29th. If you already have season tickets with us, we'll, we'll see you there. And the Mets are going to try to do something special for us that day. Not that we don't deserve anything special. We don't ask for anything special. We don't need special treatment anywhere we go. We just want fair treatment, and it would have been nice if that happened in Chicago. So see you guys in a little bit. If you're at QBC, see you soon. Uh, keep the faith. Let's go Mets. And... Um, that's it. Thank you guys for everything.